Hello, folks. What's up? And welcome to the Nerdy Cricketer. Hello, everyone. Episode five. Ayer. What's up? Episode six now. Six. Okay. Six. <laughs> Fair enough. So lost count already. All yeah. right. I'm just Today gonna... is Lucknow. Lucknow. All right. We have to about Lucknow. Ayer. Yeah. So look, I think. I must say that okay. So before we go into the team, right? They are this, this sort of support staff includes Andy Flower, Gautam Gambhir, hmm. Vijay Daya, Andy Bickel. So they've got a bunch of people who have coached teams before. Hmm. Uh, you know, they've done it with success. Gambhir has sort of had the you know experience in bringing a team from you know base level to scratch to like a good level. So is Andy Flower. So got some good. Coaching slash support staff in there. From an auction perspective, I must say at the end of it, I was so I must say that when they started with the retentions, mm-hmm. I was a little bit skeptical because the first thing they did was to sort of pay ten crores for Marcus Coinus. Uh, so I was a bit surprised then. Mm. Although I think Bishnoi for four was a good buy for them. I, I do think we would have gone for more in the auction. But you know, once the auction is over. I think that they are the one team that I can say, at least on paper, done really well. Mm-hmm. They've got all their bases covered. Obviously, along the way, they were helped helped by some really good buys. Like Holder for eight crores is, I think, a good buy. You know, because he's an all rounder who will definitely give you four, and more often than not, can do well with the bat. Mm. I think Quinton Decock for six point seven was another steal for them relatively because he's been enormously successful and he's a very good wicket keeping opening batsman although they had one of that already but i do i think they've been going with quinton keeping and so it was clearly a very good buy chamira for two crores another one i feel they really sort of played well he went for a bit more than that for rcb last year and then even in the indian contingent right like the fact that bishnoi they kept him four and um huda for 5 5.7 you know can bowl a bit bats okay so i think they've done pretty well in the auction what i really like about them is that they've covered all their bases and that will be evident when you go into the playing level now just before the ipl started they lost mark wood who was i think they paid 7 and a half crores for now unlike chennai when they lost shahar and they were they, they seem a bit sort of lost these guys already have chamira who is a very similar bowler hmm. you know uh, to replace wood like pace bound sort of short pitched fast bowler and you can already see that they've they've thought it through you know like I, any one of their players sort of breaks down they've got replacements for them hmm. which i think is they they to the i mean no other team has actually managed to get this level of uh, you know backups and you know all their bases covered not to say that everything is covered but i think in general they've done very well overall in terms of the money spread right um i don't see them i mean they as i said i mean they they have spent the, the big bucks for a few players kl rahul avesh khan marcus toynes kronal um you know holder quinton relatively you know big bucks but they're all decently good players like i think i think you know they, i wouldn't say i don't think they've wasted money on anyone like some of the other teams you would see that they've spent that 8 or 10 crores on a player that is not well proven hmm. for that matter i don't think lucknow has done that like i don't think any of lucknow's picks 
maybe stoinis you would you were a bit surprised i mean we were all a bit surprised he got retained but he is at the end of the day a good good player so hmm. you know he did well for delhi so apart from that i think they've not they no i ibro raising auction purchases there they've got lucky of course but i don't see them buying any rash buys they've got a decent number of indian uncapped players as well for base price literally everyone uh some of one of whom like you know couple of them already played in the first game so they clearly you know they're going to rely on some of them for through the season and i think they've picked you know picked some good picks a couple of the guys from delhi promising in fact ayush badoni yes yes ayush badoni mohsin khan also was seemed yeah. quite good i mean he's a left arm bowler i think he lacks a bit of pace but mm. in general you know he can if he gets the right amount of mentorship like say under andrew bickel or someone he can develop into a good bowler mm. um so maybe let's go into the playing 11 right just to illustrate what i'm saying uh, to to sort of realize that you know the bases are well covered sure i um, just in fact uh, sorry to interrupt yeah. you only yeah no no of course i've got two points that i yes. had questions on one was so krunal being as much more than deepak hooda where I, of course no personal rivalries that i'll be mentioning here but uh, do you think he's more valuable than hooda in terms of cricketing value or more in terms of branding value that's my first and the second is when you're paying 11 crore for stoinis do you think he would have gone for that much in the auction uh, dc would probably have gone for him but 11 crore i don't know because given equivalent all rounders international all rounder yeah. the most one of the most expensive buys was lockie ferguson so that that's the no so So to your first question, right, um, mm-hmm. on whether Huda is more, I think Huda has been around in the IPL for a while. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really set the stage on fire. Mm-hmm. He has been that sort of, you know, winning. I think he was in Punjab, right? He was winning them a few or RCB, like he was in yeah. one of those teams. Right. Right. Probably right. was in both right. over the years. SRH and then SRH. So uh, Punjab. He hasn't, re- yeah, he hasn't really sort of set the stage on fire, mm-hmm. although he's experienced. Hmm. He did play for India recently, but I don't think that was just because he was a great sort of batting sort of thing. I think India is desperately looking for that all-rounder who can give them that sixth bowling option, right? Hmm. Uh, so they have been trying people like Huda and Benki and stuff like that. So I think that's one of the reasons that he got a couple of games for India. But looking looking at his T20 statistics, right? His average is twenty four, twenty five. Strike rate of one forty, one fifty, and he's been around for at least four, three to four years, if I remember it. and i'm just checking his things played for punjab he's played for srh he's played for rajasthan so he's been around hmm. krunal has won more games in than huda in the past so and he has that legacy value which is why he went for more money although i think krunal is on a bit of a downward trajectory and you know huda is on a bit of an upward trajectory so in 3 years time i think you know if this continues i think huda will be worth more hmm. krunal um Krunal, the one thing is he gives you that he can give you four overs more often than not. Whereas Huda, I would say two overs is the max. You saw in the last game he bowled two good overs and the third over he just fell apart. He went for twenty-five in his third over. So I think Huda is a two-over bowler. He's not a four-over bowler. So I'm a, I I don't have an issue that he went for less than Krunal. Right. Your second question on on Marcus Stoinis, logically speaking, no, he should not have gone for eleven in the auction, but. if you look at the auction and see the if you take any sort of if you take the top 5 or 
buys that you think you don't understand as you feel that okay these players have got a lot of money most of them are all rounders i mean whether you look at romario shepherd who went for about 8 crores or you look at i mean like abhishek sharma who went for 6 crores hmm. or odin smith although he's the next big thing as people say but he's just an untested commodity i mean he just swings his bat and he's powerful but he's not really like you know proven anything yet same hmm. for liam livingstone he's a bit of an all rounder so he, you know the one category of player that has gone for a lot of money has always been the all rounder so logically speaking no should not have gone for 11 crore stoinis but in that auction environment i think he's bit better than some of the others that have gone for much more, you know bit chunks of money so you never know what would have come out of the auction i i yeah i mean i think that's the one questionable uh, pick i would say in terms of the money for lucknow mm, mm. but it gives them that solid core true so so it's fine yeah you're paying for that stability and someone who's relatively young and someone who who you need to sort of like you know anchor the innings slash finish slash power hit depending on the situation mm-hmm. so let's look at the playing 11 right and this is sort of where i'm this sort of brings me to my point of why i think they're a very well balanced side you know they've got kl rahul quinton dickock definitely one of the best opening pairs of this ipl uh <laughs> you know switch on oh, my like here might uh, might say otherwise but yeah of course most days you know uh, yeah good. i think it's a good pair it's a good pair you know on paper i mean look everything that we're discussing now is on paper right so you, this might completely unravel i think uh, you know well, let's see uh they've got a good backup evan lewis i think um, you know hmm. he's he's clearly a very destructive player who can replace one of the two if they have an injury issue or something like that hmm. the two can also wicket keep so you know there's that sort of flexibility as well Hmm. the two can the two of them can also captain in the sense either of them can be a captain if somebody gets injured say so that they've covered that base hmm. manish pandey at 3 i think is is sort of you know manish has been that 110 120 sort of player hmm. in srh where he's having to had to bat with a bunch of these indian rookies like you know priyam garg or abhishek sharma or abdul samad so maybe that's what's weighing down on his performance and is forced him to go at 120 Hmm. I think he works well with Gambhir. Even in the past, if he was in KKR, if I'm not mistaken, he he's done well with Gambhir, and they get along very well. So, I think it, this might be the season where he can actually flourish because, you know, I don't think he he's got that, you know, just where Manish is in his career. I think he's clearly doesn't have the ambition. I mean, he has the ambition, but he knows he's not going to play for India anymore. I don't see him coming back anyway. He's got a couple of years, three to four years. You know, he's like thirty-two, thirty-three, if I'm not wrong. So he's got two to three years left. Same batch as Kohli in the end, nineteen. So yeah so he's 31 32 right so he's got 3 to 4 years left so he just he's like rahane you know he's like no weight on his shoulders just go out there you've got a very strong team so i think this this season can be that sort of let's see which sort of manish pandey we see i would it would be nice to see him sort of go back to his original hmm. attacking player rather than that sort of anchor you know sub, you know he, he wasn't even a good anchor so I, I, but sri just wasn't a team that had the ability that an you know anchor works if you've got other people around you who can play um you know i think let's see how he goes uh, manan mora is a backup again that's what i say right they've got a very good backups for everyone like not mm. the same quality but manan mora has been around for a while as well 3 to 4 years so experienced indian player again doesn't hasn't done anything much but he has the experience of playing in the ipl and he's not going to be someone who's completely sort of new right mm. um then 
And and by the way, you also got like Ayush Badoni, right? Who 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 can replace one of these guys if you if you really look at it? Like I think it's a strong. Know, got, yeah, I think you've got Ayush Badoni as well. So that that's sorry. What did you say? I said the Ayush Badoni has a strong caliber and Gambhir's backed him quite a lot. Gambhir has also spoken a bit about him. He's he's yeah. quite optimistic about 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 uh, this guy. So let's see. He hmm. gave him a chance first first match. I think he played well. Yeah. Until he's going to play a few games until Stoinis joins the team. In in um, he's Stoinis is I think out for the Pakistan series, so he's going to miss the first three to four games. So until then, Ayush will play, and you who knows, right? In the in five games, maybe Pandey flops and all of them, and Ayush just clicks, and then when Stoinis comes, Ayush stays and Pandey goes. So let's see, could could happen, right? Right. Uh, for the number four slot, I mean, you've got Stoinis as a backup. You also got Kyle Mears. Who's also a sort of a seam bowling all rounder. I mean, he just took a five wicket haul for West Indies in the Test matches. Hmm. He's not the same caliber as Stoinis, but you know, sort of gives that power hitter slash medium pacer. Hmm. So again, you know, it's a like for like sort of overseas all rounder sort of replacement. Got him fifty lakhs, very good pick. Number five, I mean, you've got Deepak Hooda or Mayank Yadav. You can pick anyone. I mean, not Mayank Yadav. I mean, Mayank Yadav is a fast bowler, but you can do for you can go for Deepak Hooda or Manan Mora or Ayush Badoni. So you've got a bunch of these guys. Hmm. Deepak Hooda can give you a few overs, couple of overs, I think, with the yeah, ball, with might, the ball. Might just play the season this this season. I think so. Yeah, he will play the whole season. I think Hooda will play the whole season until unless he completely flops in one way. Hmm. I, I see him that you know he sort of made it to the Indian team. He has to play the whole season. Oh no, Baroda uh, here, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jason Holder just walks in number six. I think four over bank, Krunal. Number seven, nothing to you know worry about there. Hmm. Avesh Khan again, you know, I, I, number eight to eleven. I think the batting order, I can you know, I'm not. This is just who they will be, but they will bat. You know, they can bat at any. I think the, neither of them can bat, so it doesn't matter which order they come in. One of the overseas bowlers slot. I think Chamira will play all the games. Uh, no doubt about that. If Mark Wood was available, Mark Wood would have played. But this is where I think the backup sort of selection has been good, right? Mark Wood, Mark Wood is out, and you already see Chamira is like a. Like for like swap, you know, slightly mm-hmm. lower quality, but he's also a very good, very quick bowler. There is this is one slot which they will have to fill with an Indian bowler, but I'm not too worried about it in Lucknow's case because they've got enough backup for him. So they've got Krunal, they've got Jason Holder, they've got Stoinis, they've got Huda. So you know, if this number eight sort of Indian bowler doesn't particularly stack up well, mm. they have enough backup options to fall back on. I think. Avesh, Chamira, Bishnoi, Krunal, and Holder in itself is a solid twenty-over thing. So this one, I would ideally like them to. I know they played Mohsin in the first game, hmm. but this one, ideally, they would like to play someone who can bat a little bit. So, but you know, I don't think they have that particular option. So they might just stick with Mohsin Khan or Ankit Rajput, one of the Indian uncapped. But you know, this is by far, if you know, this is the sixteen we're analyzing, right? Like, this is the one team where I struggle to find. At least on paper, mm. that sort of holds right in in their setup. Mm. Let's look at the points of concern. Death bowling is one. Um, Holder is not a good bowler in the death. He's mm. pretty bad up, you know, in the death. He always gets smashed. Chamira as well. He's a very good bowler up front, but in the death, you know, when he bowls those short pitch lifters, you know, they can fly off the edge and go for six or four. So, mm. I, I, I'm a bit suspect of him in the death. He's still pick, he's still sort of developing in that skill set, but we'll see. Andrew Tai is a sorry. 
Avesh, would you probably consider him as a death bowler, or are you just holding him strong as a as a mid? No, I think in this team setup, he will have to bowl in the death because I don't see who else will. Hmm. I think what's going to happen is Holder is going to end up starting to bowl in the death, hmm. but very soon they will realize that he cannot. He's not a good death bowler. I mean, he, he's. He's a nice. I know he took four wickets off four balls recently in the West Indies in the death, but that wasn't a death bowling situation. I think it was a different. The match situation was slightly different. So they will have to go. I mean, Holder will although bowl in the death eventually because they need two people to bowl, right? And one might be Avesh, one might just be Holder. Or um, once he's back, maybe he'll, he'll chip in because that's what he did for DC towards the end of his career. Oh well, not career. End of last IPL. As in, yeah, you could, you could, yeah. So, but yeah, of course, this is we are talking about four or five. Yeah, yeah. So I think the death bowling is the one thing which is the exact concern, hmm. which is a big concern for them. The rest, I think, can be managed. Hmm. The the other things, right? Like, and I think that's what I say. It depends on which Manish Pandey shows up. It depends on which KL Rahul shows up. Hmm. Hmm. In the event that you have Quinton Dickock going out early and you have KL and Manish getting stuck in there, you're talking about a 10 overs 50 for one, hmm. right? And then how do you then get out of it? And because there's not there is power in the back end, but it's not a lot of power. Like Stoinis is the only guy who can actually accelerate. Huda is not. Huda is also a bit of an anchor. Jason Holder is not a power hitter. He's a steady batsman, but hmm. he's the kind of guy who. Can rescue a team if they're going, but they they don't have solid power in the back end. Kunal's okay, but his batting form is tapered off a bit, right? So mm-hmm. they need for this team to work. They need KL Rahul and Manish Pandey to play with freedom, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think they have the ability to get out of a hole if they get into that fifty for one in ten over situation. Mm-hmm. And then coming to my third point, I'm naturally leading into it is the question of who is the finisher, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what I'm saying. I think they've they've got. They don't have a clear. I mean, Stoinis will have to play that role, but if he goes for that middle over sort of power hitter role, then they might fall short of firepower at the depth. Mm. And I think even in the last game we saw that they did well up front, and then I think they sort of fell. No, I think they they the last game was slightly different. I mean, they sort of like you know went downhill in the beginning, and then they recovered, and then they had a bit of a flourish in the end. But you know, I'm still there are questions to be asked there. I, I think Ronal is sort of struggling with his batting. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think overall, I'm quite happy with a first-time team doing this well. I don't see them as having big holes, at least on paper. Hmm. They seem to have got done their research and covered their bases with decent players. Hmm. Let's see. What do, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, as you mentioned, they've got a very good solid eleven. They've got. Hmm. I think that bit that you mentioned about no finisher is quite evident and. I don't see them doing well on a 200 pitch. Yeah. Per se, uh, unless yes. they've got a 150 run partnership up top with uh, Rahul and Dickov. No, so killing it. Even even on a very good batting wicket, what I suspect will happen with Lucknow is because the if 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 the SRH Manish and the Kings Eleven Rahul show up, hmm. because they will they will end up scoring 150 on a 200 wicket. Yeah, I mean, Rahul, of course, has given a couple of good hundreds for for uh, Punjab. But yeah, that was when there was Mayank Agarwal at the other end. Chris yeah. came up and 
maybe sarfraz came and gave a that puran that sarfraz they had a bunch of guys who could play you know who could accelerate in the back end but hmm. they don't have that here yeah that's true and yeah probably you'll have one or two seasons where rahul and dikok give that killer batting opening stand but then they taper off and evan lewis i think they played evan lewis last time in the middle order who wasn't as successful as say a marcus toynes was i think evan lewis is a decent player i think you know they can they, he 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 will fight to play the odd game and he'll do fine i mean he's not going to set the stage on fire true he's also he's but you know evan lewis style is also the same he starts off not he's not a, he doesn't tee off immediately he mm. takes his time mm. he's incredibly a very good hitter so he takes his time and then tees off eventually so there are times when he sort of soaks up the 10 balls and then gets out so right. like what he did in the last game right so mm. there is a bit of a familiarity in the style in the first top 3 to 4 true so i i mean might overall, be a problem overall i think lsg is a great team on paper i somehow yeah. feel they will warm up a little slowly and i'm yeah. not personally i'm not the biggest fan of kl rahul as a captain yet yeah so uh, yeah let's see how they fare up i think a new franchise needs a good leader gambhir is unfortunately the one yeah. who's going to lead them but no one on the field yet so True. that's my only concern they have a bunch of people who have captained their own teams like you know jason holder but they're all been sort of similar uninspirational captains like mm-hmm. holder captain for a while and then he was removed decock did the same so they've got a bunch of these people who've just become leaders but they're not really leaders and one more thing right closing statement from my end i think give just seeing the way lucknow is and the fact that they're missing the two most important components death bowling and uh power play hit no the the death bowling and the fin- finishers hmm. what you will often happen seeing is that they will have a good first 15 overs and then they will taper off the last five or they will restrict the bowling uh, batting in the first 12 to 14 overs and get thrashed in the last six so lakhnow is going to play those games where they're going you'll always feel that they're in the game and they lose it at the end hmm. does that remind you of another team that had very similar record I was just going to say you're just reminding me of the old RCB and then uh, PG uh, PBKS. Exactly, and and what's the only one thing that is common among S, you know RCB and PPKS and actually three Lucknow. You know, surprisingly, three things. One is the obvious captain. Uh, second yes. is uh, Ravi Bishnoi as a leg spinner, and oh, yeah. both uh, teams had a Gambhir coach. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the first Fair enough. Had, uh, Kumble and was a yeah, very yeah, yeah. coach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic about them, but I do feel that you know every team lose chooses to leave a certain few gaps mm. because no one's going to be complete, right? So Mumbai have a power play bowling issue. Mm. Chennai has another issue like bowling, but I just feel that the gaps that Lucknow have left for them on paper. Are probably the most important one. So you know, it's like going into an exam with and getting all the one mark answers right, and then leaving the two ten mark answers and coming. <laughs> I don't know if that is the you know the smartest strategy, but we, yeah. only time will tell. Yeah, and I think uh, again, just final word was as to your point, they've probably planned it with a good base for the future. They've got yeah. a good strong core that they've built. 
and Gambhir is known for that, where he'll deliver yeah. you two killer seasons with a very strong base. So, and all their players are relatively young. I mean, not young, but nobody is reaching the end of their career. Like mm-hmm. every all of this fifteen to eighteen players will be around for five years. Yeah, yeah. I think the oldest in this batch is probably Rahul, older Decock, and they're all going to be around four to five years. So yeah, yeah. It's it's not a top heavy team from an mm-hmm. age perspective, but that which is what we've seen in some other teams, right? True, true. Awesome, Mayer. Great. Perfect. Hopefully, LSG is MSG. Yeah. Oh uh, well. See ya. <laughs>